Hello there, guys. So today I'm joined by the amazing Hannah Harmon, and she is a business mentor and transformation coach, whose mission is to help activate heart-centered coaches, healers, and space holders, so they can birth their vision and step into their true power, and create that abundant, feel-good business. The conversation that we had today was really inspiring and. Hannah's energy, you'll feel it, is super calm and super tranquil and she really, her feminine energy is beautiful and you'll really see that throughout this episode. Um, She talks about how she dropped out of university twice and she embarked on this massive, massive healing journey within herself and her self-love revolution on her Instagram where she documents her whole growth and she shares this to help other women thrive. She's all about sisterhood and creating these circles of women who can connect and enjoy each other's company and fully open up and be unapologetically themselves. She's currently actually in Mexico where she's embarking on a six month trip there because she's got her online business and she's actually coming up to making six figures so she's a pretty good deal um so yeah her passion um then naturally developed into her full-time coaching and mentoring business after connecting more deeply to her mission and realizing the profound ripple effect of her work So since stepping into leadership, she has supported hundreds of surface-based business owners and women internationally through her programs such as her business mentoring container, The Divine Feminine Founders, which I'll put in the the bio and she speaks more about this um, in the episode. And she is also the creator of The Divine Sisters Collective, a soulful company connecting like-minded humans all across the world and have an amazing community there so I would really urge you to listen to this one because it's really beautiful and we speak about everything from healing to the importance of the inner work and having that heart-centered business we talk about um finding out what we truly want and if it's what our heart wants you know not just going with the flow but actually taking a step back and asking ourselves like is this what I truly want like is this what my heart wants and kind of asking those questions um so yeah she loves animals she loves dogs and um, you're gonna love this one and so let's jump straight in so do you want to introduce yourself to everyone (gasps) Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Throwing me in the deep end. I always hate introducing myself sometimes. I'm like, where do I begin? Okay. Yeah. So um, my name is Hannah Harmon. Um, I'm a business mentor and transformation guide, and I primarily work with new coaches, healers, space holders who are in the beginning stages of their business. Um, and I support them with kind of a combination of tools ranging from soulful strategy and selling strategy and mindset work so yeah I'm so happy to be here yeah thank you so much for coming on um I can tell already your energy is like really calming Mm. 
I don't know if that sounds like really weird but like I'm really big on like energies and you just like you've already made me feel like really calm so I'm like I get like a combination of like soft and fierce so like I make people feel safe but also like very activated I always get that reflected back to me and I'm like okay let me write that down That's so interesting. Um, it's the same with like I've started coaching clients now, and they're just like, you make me feel so calm. It's just like yeah. your approach, and like I'm a teacher as well. And in the classroom, some of the kids have been like, we feel so calm in your yeah, like, in your energies. energy and presence. And I'm just like, wow, like it isn't yeah. lots of people have said this now. So I'm like, oh, it makes you really happy. Yeah, it's so it's so beautiful. Like if you can ever just like say to your friends or you know people close to you, like how do I make you feel? What's mm-hmm. my energy like? Just have people reflect stuff back to you because so often we can't see ourselves and also our own potential as well. So mm-hmm. wherever you can, just start to form that list, and you'll be surprised as to to what emerges over time. Yeah, that's so nice, actually. Do you want to tell me like a bit about your journey, like how you got to where you are now and have you always done what you've done or has it been like a bit of a transformation? Oh my God, it's been one heck of a journey. Um, So this kind of all began in 2020. So kind of pre-2020, I was at school. I was kind of just, you know, at school going to uni kind of following that normal path that normal route and I always kind of felt like the odd one out at school anyway um I went to a very academic school and I was very creative and very artistic and I just never felt like I truly felt alive there Um, and then I went to uni because I thought you know that's what everyone does and when I was at uni I experienced really bad mental health I was completely disconnected from my intuition. I didn't even know what intuition was. Mm. Um, I wasn't particularly interested in any spiritual principles. Um, I was just kind of going about my life on autopilot. Mm. And then I got to the end of my first year at uni and I remember having a conversation with my mum. We actually ended up going on this really long, like rainy walk together. Mm. And my mum just turned to me and was like, are you genuinely happy? And I was like, oh, I... I almost didn't receive the question because I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I just I just need to go to uni and get a degree and get a good job and make you proud and all of these things. And I never really stopped to consider that. And I realized that it was a full body no. I was like, I'm not happy at all. Um, I don't feel like I'm meant to be doing this. And she was like, so my mum's like in the spiritual closet. So she's mm. like, do you feel in your heart that you're meant to be doing something else? And I was like, what does this mean? I'm like, I'm like, mum, why are you hitting me with this right now? Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I do. And I don't know what that is. And I remember I just agreed with my mum that we would, we would work it out. We would work it out together. So I dropped out of uni. And it honestly, it was scary, but I was like, no, I'm going to trust in this process. Like something cool is happening. And, you know, I am so grateful for my mum for always being that just champion who's like, you've got this. Like you're always, Mm. you're, my mum always says to me, like, you're here to do something important and incredible. And it was in those moments where I had to really anchor into those words and trust that. So I was going along with the flow and then I was like, right, I need to go back to uni. I need to go back to another uni that's the answer um so I was like right I need to go to Oxford because that's like the best of the best you know so if I go to Oxford and I've ticked that box I'll do history because I should be doing an academic degree all of these things I ended up preparing for the entrance exams I was doing all the essays and everything 
I got rejected. But what was really interesting was by the time I was rejected, I was like, it's already a no. This isn't the right path either. Alongside all of my <clears throat> uni dropping out and all of that stuff, I was also battling um, quite badly with an eating disorder. So um, I was essentially struggling for about seven years with BED, which is binge eating disorder. But I never really considered it an eating disorder or I didn't consider it bad enough to get help, even though every single day food was causing me anxiety. My relationship with my body was terrible. Um, but I just believed that because I wasn't really, really thin um, and I wasn't starving myself all the time, then I shouldn't get therapy. It's just maybe I just really like food too much and I should just get over it. Um, <clears throat> but what I realized when I was doing all these entrance exams to get into this other uni, um, my relationship with food was just deteriorating more. And that's when I kind of hit the lowest point. I was like, okay, I'm not going to Oxford. That was just a, trying to get this extreme external validation. I am binging all the time. I feel disconnected from my body. I'm in a relationship that doesn't serve me, all of these things. Mm. So I started to basically research into healing my relationship with food. That's how it all began. Right. And I found a book by Mel Wells all about how to heal your relationship with your body, food, intuitive yeah. eating. And I was like, can I swear on this, by the way? I just want yeah. to check it. I, was, I always ask that before I just drop an F-bomb. I was just like, holy fuck, this is amazing. I read that book in like one day and I was like, right, there's, there's something else out here. Mm. And I remember seeing that all of these books were by Hay House and I was like, what's Hay House? And then from that point, I just started to acquire self-help books. And my bookshelf just grew and grew and grew. It, honestly, I just had this really random stack in the corner of my room. I didn't even have a bookshelf, actually. It's just like, <laughs> just like a pile forming. Um, and since then, I started my Instagram account and I was just sharing from the heart. I was just expressing about um, the importance of self-love, <clears throat> how it's, you know, how you don't have to basically live this life. You feel like shit. You know, there's so much more. You're limitless. You're this amazing human being like don't ever you know and also sharing about my relationship with food mm. and then spirituality just dropped in mm. and this is a journey I'm still on it's still unraveling I think when I first immersed myself in spirituality it was very much like new age spirituality kind of getting things from Instagram and that's discontinuing to like deepen and deepen mm. as I go even now but this whole combination of self-help spirituality self-love yeah. just yeah, I was just sharing on Instagram, building a community. And then I realized I want to be a coach mm. because I realized that all of these incredible authors that had literally changed my life through reading were coaches, they were yeah. speakers, they were mentors. And I was like, right, this is my path. So I started my certification, started to build a coaching business. And since then it has evolved and evolved and evolved. And then I answered the call to do business mentoring because I started to help women who wanted to build their own circles mm. and retreats and things like that. And then now it's like, okay, I'm a business mentor, transformation guide. Um, I have this incredible online community and this is where I'm at right now. And there's lots of exciting stuff to come, but that in a very small 
Well, I think I spoke for a while there, but that's basically <laughs> the story. I feel like I spoke for a good five minutes there, but there we Aww. go. <laughs> no, thank you so much for being so honest and for being so raw. That is just amazing to hear and like the journey that you've been on to yeah. get you to where you are now. You must look back and be like, wow, like I'm so proud. <clears throat> I just used to be so like anxious and disconnected and you know, I would really struggle with depression and, mm. you know, with my eating disorder, like when I was binging, everything was terrible. And I was sharing about this with um, a girlfriend over the weekend. I was like, when I used to binge, nothing felt right. Everything was chaotic. It was like this horrific chaos, gray dullness. Yeah. And then when I would restrict, things felt in control again, things felt good again. So I was just living on this cycle and to kind of come away from that, to break that through the the help of therapy, self-help, coaching. I mean, I'm eternally grateful. I would not be mm-hmm. able to run my business if I, you know, wouldn't have healed, yeah. or, you know, on this continuous healing journey. So, mm. so yeah, it's been a yeah. wild ride. So yeah, there's a couple of things I want to ask you about that. So, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of letting go of those things yeah. that you knew weren't right for you, mm. how would like, what would be your advice to people who are maybe like holding on to something that they know doesn't resonate with their heart how do they surrender Ooh. okay this might not resonate with everyone and something I always say as well is like trust your own heart even when you're reading a book listening to a speaker a podcast anything like trust your own heart and just take what resonates but for me I noticed that I was holding on to a lot of patterns um whether it was thoughts beliefs etc etc that weren't serving me and I had a really incredible mentor ask me how is holding on to that serving you? And I was like, what do you mean serving me? It's not serving me. It's making me feel like crap every day. Yeah. And she was like, there's a reason why potentially you're holding on to this. Um, so I'll try and provide an example. So for me, when I first started my business, I was a hustler. So I would hustle, hustle, hustle. I would do 14, 16 hour days. I wouldn't even like get myself breakfast or some water in the morning. I would roll out of bed you know just to paint a really honest picture roll out of bed start work I would give myself like two 15 minute breaks and Mm. I would just be flat out looking back I'm like how the hell did we survive but what I realized is I had this addiction to struggle Mm. you know and that very much came from my own kind of personal life upbringing childhood and when I was at school and there was loads of things from the past contributing to that but but my addiction to struggle even though it was not serving me because obviously I was hustling and working, working, working. It was serving me by keeping me small. Right, yeah. For me, easy, joy, flow was so unknown, it felt scary. So I wasn't letting it go because I was like, what's on the other side? I don't know. Can it really be fun? Can it really be full of joy and like pleasure and ease? Um, so yeah I've hopefully that example kind of illustrates that a bit further but just kind of sitting and asking yourself how is it serving you is it because it's keeping you small in some way so that you don't have to push yourself out outside of your comfort zone um I find that can be a really powerful question to reflect on Mm, definitely and in a book I'm reading it's actually I think it was it's you're a badass by Jen Simpson. Yes, yeah. I love that book. And she speaks <laughs> about the false, um, like the things that you mm. get from situations that are like 
they aren't actually serving you but because you've done them your whole life it's like I'm not mm. sure like what the word is but exactly what you're saying um yeah. and it's kind of like we we always do things to get something back yeah. whether we know it or not and it's just like is that generally genuinely serving us and is that generally yeah. for our best interest or are we just doing that kind of out of habit because the mm. like false benefits that we've got in the past from it Yes. So I think the first step is having that awareness. Right. Yeah. So before even coming to that question of how is this person serving you in some way, which is mm. stopping you from surrendering it and letting it go, what what is actually present? Like you said, like what are you doing, which potentially you've just done from habit. Mm. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Mm. And I think it's amazing your mum asking you that like mm. one question. And it yeah. it's like having your mum is essentially your coach then, right? Just asking yeah. you those questions from a different perspective, from that objective view. And then yeah. you gave such an answer that you've actually never even you've never even questioned that. You would just go no. with the flow for so long. And I was doing that too until I got that awareness and it's mm. weird because I had a conversation with my mum last summer when I was like breaking down in tears and she just asked me a simple question she was like what do you want like what do yeah. you want yeah. like, why haven't I just sat down and asked myself that question but it's it's yeah. so much like it's so much easier when someone asks you than you can just respond yeah yeah totally and I think that's in an essence the power of coaching is just having a space held for you where these powerful questions are sent your way and like you said it it helps you to connect thoughts it helps you to put things into perspective see things from a different angle and that can really change your life and I'm so grateful for my mum for asking me that question because mm-hmm. since then it's just continued to grow it was like this powerful seed where I was like oh yeah like you deserve happiness and joy and fun and it was like so weird to me because I was like oh yeah <laughs> course um so yeah it's amazing because mm. we, we all definitely do deserve that don't we and it's just we go mm. through life we think why does everyone else have this stuff and like I don't and it's like I'm always going to struggle but you actually do deserve to live a life that feels good for absolutely. you absolutely and that looks different for us all as well you yeah know, it's our unique definitions of happiness and um, what's fun for me might not be fun for you yeah exactly. you know and I think it's about owning that and I remember I even um when I was at the beginning of like my self-help journey I would write lists of like what makes me happy because I didn't really know I'd never mm. really reflected on it like you said you're on this autopilot and then all of a sudden someone someone makes you reconsider what you value yeah and for me now you know I'm in a position where not only in my life and my business I value ease and pleasure and fun and joy and connection and all of these things back then I didn't know what my values were I was just completely disconnected from my heart my body Mm. my truth everything and you know I think it's um about honoring that and honoring your unique journey as well towards discovering those things which I guess Mm. is a completely different topic there but yeah Mm. I think the main thing is self-awareness around Mm. kind of like who you are on the inside and the more you learn about that the more you know how to act in situations you know what your response is going to be because the more self-aware you are the more time you can take to respond to situations and how you interact with others and it's just like a ripple effect from there once you totally that that reminded me of the quote 
allow your triggers to be your teacher, right? Because the first step on any kind of healing journey or self-growth journey is awareness. So becoming aware of how you're feeling and um, the changes that you want to call in. And then from that point, noticing and observing what triggers you. And what I mean by that is, you know, where, where do you experience like shutting down or feeling the need to respond or defend yourself or all of these things. And, you know, this is really important in running a business as well, you know, cause I support heart centered entrepreneurs. And I always say that running a business is like, if you're an entrepreneur, you are in this it's like a catalyst of personal growth. That's the only way I can describe it. So becoming really, really aware of like what's triggering you when you're running your business, but also just living your life, that's going to really mm-hmm. help you identify where you need to do the work, the healing work. And that is so different for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, depending on gender, race, socioeconomic background, all of these different factors are going to impact that for people. So yeah, that really reminded me of that. That's not mm. dropped in for a while. Allow mm. your triggers to be your teacher. It's really that. powerful. That's really, really nice. Definitely. Yeah. And in the same book that I was saying, it's about when someone, when a person triggers you or really annoys you, they yeah. actually, they're actually mirroring something back to you within yourself, either that you're yeah. hiding or that you feel like you're too much of. Yes. Really yes. Nice. And you know what? This is This is a really good point because you know, like I said, supporting heart-centered entrepreneurs, a big part of that involves building your business on social media. You yeah. know, that's where a lot of people will acquire clients and become visible. And I help a lot of clients who feel too scared to shine, to shine their light. You know, I always get, oh, it just feels like I'm too much, I'm too much. And the truth of that is, is if people are going to judge you because you're shining unapologetically, mm. that's not your responsibility to carry that or hold on to that you know, that's just because there is parts of themselves that they are not able to express fully and embody fully, aka not your fucking problem is what I like to say. And it can be really difficult to really own that and and be like, I'm just going to be myself. And if people get triggered by me, then so what? As long as you have good, pure intentions Mm -hmm. from your heart, if people are judging you for simply you're just being yourself Mm. don't allow that to take up mental headspace and don't allow that to put you off running and creating a business if you also feel called to be of service to be a coach a healer a space holder Mm. because it's so needed and it's so vital so yeah I'm very passionate about that very very passionate yeah Yeah. definitely and it, it does feel really good doesn't it to kind of be able to show up unapologetically online and I never even think twice about anything now that I post like it's coming from the heart and I've really good intentions so if anyone wants to judge me on anything I post then that's their problem it's not mine um so yeah for anyone listening like I've had a few girls actually I've spoken to as well they're afraid to kind of post what they think and I'm just like is it coming from a good place and yeah. if it is, then just just go for it. It doesn't matter what other people think. And I, I, I used to care so much about what others thought, but now I'm just yeah. like, I couldn't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah, and you know, this is something I was moving through really recently because I, <clears throat> I just finished um, the Queendom retreat with Mal Wells at the weekend. Oh, yeah. So I, I was in this room full of 30 incredible female entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, retreat holders, membership creators, loads of incredible people. I was the youngest woman in the room. Mm. So I'm 22 and I used to hide that. I used to be like, there is no way that I can tell people I'm 22 that, 
you know, I nearly have this business that's at six figures. Like people are just going to judge me. They're going to not take me seriously. They're going to question my expertise, all of this. And I hid that. And over the, the days that I was at the retreat, I, I opened up about that, not even expecting to open up about it. Mm. And since then, I am so unapologetic about my age because the thing is, is sure, people might judge you, people might have their own opinions, but what I'm more interested in is being a permission slip for other young women who want to create businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, people might have their opinions, but how incredible and powerful would it be for me to say, yeah, I'm 22 and this is what I do and I'm unapologetic in that because the ripple effect of that is such a big permission slip. And it means that so many other women can create their own empires and and live a life where they, you know, are fully embodying their desires and what they're here to do. So, yeah, it's funny. I also did like um, I experienced a big shift the last few days with that, where it's like, again, you just continue to uncover these parts of yourself that maybe you're hiding um, for whatever reason. And then you just start to own it and it just frees up so much space. So. So, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but. basically just shine (laughs) no exactly and in terms of like that sisterhood as well um Mm. I've never been to like a retreat myself I really do want to go to one because I know that it would just be insane you totally should tell me about um like the retreats Mm. and like the sisterhood and you're in Mexico right now so like have you been to amazing things in Mexico like that oh I mean Mexico is an incredible incredible country and I'm very grateful to be here right now. I think it has such a spiritual heart and just there's so many opportunities out here to attend circles and retreat spaces. So I'm currently in Playa del Carmen, just about an hour from Tulum as well. And I know in Tulum there's all sorts of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, yeah, sisterhood is sacred and my journey towards embracing sisterhood has not been an easy one you know, when I was at school, kind of going back to school days, um, I went to an all girls, all girls school right. and I was, I was independent as fuck at school. Like I, I was friends with everyone, kind of friends with no mm. one because I had all these walls up. I just didn't trust women. And I think I had really negative experiences with other sisters that just put me off I was like it's safer for me to hang out with guys Mm. guys are easier guys are less bitchy all of these ridiculous things and I didn't embrace it until I healed myself you know there was this beautiful saying that was shared at the weekend which is that in order in order to see the goddess in other women you have to see the goddess within yourself first and I completely relate to that um but sisterhood is powerful and I think has the potential to create so much magic. So if you can ever find your, if you ever find yourself in a position where you can attend a retreat Mm. um, and it's, you know, has that sisterhood heart to it and you can work on releasing those walls and letting them down and um, calling in more aligned friendships, I 100% recommend because it's really life-changing, you Mm. know, it's, it's amazing. So, so yeah. Mm, yeah I have these um like zoom calls each week I'm part of this group at the moment and it's like um there's like five women in it and um it's just the place that it has in my heart Mm. and I just know like 
the feelings I get after is just insane I just know if that was in person yeah. it'd just be even more intense but oh yeah I'm so glad I'm a part of that and I'm kind of just like I don't know it's just it's really beautiful the energy the energy exchange yeah because you know the truth is is like other women other people they're not our competition yeah you know and I think the more you learn to love yourself the more you are able to invite in these deeper connections and friendships so yeah and retreats are so powerful you know I'm hoping to hold a few of my own and um, probably more than a few if I'm being completely honest in the future because they are so transformative you know being in person as well and just creating those friendships is um it's 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 life-changing you mm. know um other women are here to be your friends and your sisters so yeah it's awesome oh that's so amazing especially after like covid and obviously yeah. that massive disconnect that we've all had the past two years we've yes. not had that in-person connection with it, which I found really difficult so I think just being in that energy and that space would just be magical yeah. so yeah I'll definitely uh, if you have one I'll definitely yes. definitely can well I'm birthing something pretty exciting at the moment um which is like a community but then we also have like immersions like business immersions mm. but then also retreats and circles and it's going to be a mix of online and in person so so yeah that's all kind of coming together now um but sisterhood is something that flows into everything that I do really you know even in my business mentoring container um which is the divine feminine founders um yes it's a business mentoring container but we also have sister circles and for me I think it's really important to create those connections between the women in the group otherwise when we have that unhealed sisterhood wound that can also be impacting how you show up in that space and how mm-hmm. safe you feel and whether you feel comfortable you know sharing your wins and celebrating the other women in the group so yeah. sisterhood and kind of healing the sisterhood wound is always something that I will be raving about and sharing about um because it makes all the difference even in a business mentoring space you know mm-hmm. so I think it's it matters yeah definitely oh I love this conversation so much. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to tap into all of the Mexico juiciness as well. I feel like I've not even like yeah. got there. <laughs> oh, I know. Like what's like the most amazing thing about being mm. there? I mean, for me, this is like me fully stepping into my vision board, you mm. know, like since I've been here, like if you go on my Instagram feed and you scroll down enough on the reels, you'll see that I posted my vision board in a reel at the beginning of January. Wow. It's just been so many moments where I've been like, okay yeah vision board moment vision board moment there's another yeah and it's like for me I felt like I had to do this because I love to I really value as a coach as a CEO as an entrepreneur a space holder I value embodying what you preach you know and embodying what you teach and I value integrity and for me you know I can be telling people to do things that scare you and do things outside of your comfort zone. Um, as long as, you know, we're not harming our nervous systems. Yeah. <laughs> there is a line with that. We'll, we'll, we'll go into that another time. But, um, you know, for me, it's important to embody that. So for example, when I'm saying to people, okay, we need to integrate both of the feminine and masculine energies. We need a balance. For me, if I was hustling, 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 I wouldn't be truly embodying that message so for me coming to Mexico is like 
this is this was my dream and it's my dream to be able to work online and travel to still hold space to run more in-person stuff yeah so I had to answer that call and you know for me there was like no other option really in the best possible way yeah. because when you get a calling that strong to do something it's like okay it's just a matter of time so mm-hmm. so for me yeah it's embodying I think it's is it talking the talk and walking the walk yeah. I think mm-hmm. um I think that's really important yeah mm, that's so amazing so did you go out there like by yourself yes yeah so Love. this is the furthest I've ever been away from the UK so I did I did like a little trial around Europe just a few months ago back oh, really? in at the end of 2021 yeah because mm. I was like I was in a really beautiful position in my business where I was kind of just making enough to get by I was like right there is nothing there is literally nothing stopping me now other than fear so I had to like write down a long I remember I did it with my sister I wrote down a long list of all of the fears like what is stopping me from working and traveling in Europe okay I'm two hours away from home if it's really terrible I'll come back after three weeks okay I'm gonna go for a month I'm gonna plan out my first month and if I hate it I'll come home at the end and then at least I tried it so I I came up with this action plan of like here's how I can support myself and I got out there and literally within the space of two days of arriving in Croatia because I started my journey in split I was like okay I'm hooked for life like this is amazing like just arriving and kind of seeing the sea and I was like oh my god like why why was I to be honest with you I thought I had is why did I wait so long Mm. because I totally could have left earlier but fear is a powerful thing it can take over you it can really you know blind your vision in many ways so so yeah so I did a little bit around Europe to kind of build my confidence because it didn't feel too far from home and then I knew then at the end of my trip so I ended my trip in Greece I came home for Christmas and then I was like right what would the next level look like Mm. okay Central America 12 hours on a plane (laughs) it's like yep that'll do it (laughs) so then I arrived in Mexico and I've been here now for seven weeks and honestly I can see myself staying here for the full six months and then potentially coming back next year because it's a really magical place so nice yeah so basically if you really want to do something and you're scared create that action plan (laughs) because oh my god if I wouldn't have done that I would still be at home in Manchester oh totally because I would have just let that fear consume me fear is huge it's still something I'm like I've like I've worked on a lot of things but I think like fear and doubt are things Mm. that just are super powerful it's just they are they really are and I think that's why working with a coach for example is Mm. so powerful because you have someone to reflect back to your potential when you are no longer able to witness it and that's why sisterhood is so powerful because when you have incredible women who are here to empower you who are stood by your side you never forget who you are yeah you know because often we just forget who we are we forget what our destiny is we forget what we're here to do we limit ourselves we put ourselves down we underestimate ourselves mm-hmm. and it's like no it's like if you know that you're here to do something big and something incredible and something powerful then let's make it happen because everyone is scared and this is the thing that I've realized yeah. is 
whether you're a six figure, seven figure business owner, whether you're just starting out, courage is not an absence of fear. Like they exist, they coexist together. Like you can be really courageous and you can also be scared to death. You know, a lot of moments in my business from, you know, the first time I held a workshop to like 200 people or when I walked into that room at the retreat at the weekend and it was Mm -hmm. like 30 six-figure, seven-figure business owners. And I was like, oh my God, I have to speak and introduce myself Mm -hmm. and share in front of this entire room with people that have inspired me for so long. Yeah in those moments you can still be courageous you can still step up and like show up and it's totally okay if you feel nervous mm. or you're you know your hands are sweating or you're, shaking. Yeah. you're kind of thinking oh my god what the hell am I going to say everyone feels that way and the more you do it the easier it becomes so mm. the way I like to view it is like the quicker I can get the scariest stuff done in my life like the quicker I can get it sorted out the way done amazing because it's just it's just going to mean that I can continue I can continue to like be less and less afraid of those things and it just becomes normal yeah definitely yeah I think the first time doing things as well is super scary like stepping outside your comfort zone and one example I could think of is when I had like the first guest on this podcast and I was like so nervous I remember like literally my voice is like shaking but now I've had like 20 guests so it just comes so natural like second nature to me and I never thought I'd like be in this position now where I'm just so comfortable and just like I think it's amazing like speaking to all these women and it's just beautiful like what stepping outside your comfort zone can do Oh, absolutely. I think you're such an inspiration to so many people too, you know, if they want to start a podcast or like for me, you know, I support startups. Mm. So I help a lot of people really birth their vision, you know, and that's really scary, especially because a lot of service-based business owners, that vision comes from their heart Mm. and it matters to them. Yeah. And it's a part of their wider mission. So yeah, I mean, uh, my friend Vic, it was really funny at the weekend, um, I called a tattoo artist to come to the, the hotel that we were staying at this resort. I was just oh. like, you know what? <laughs> we're going all in this weekend, ladies. We're going to get tattoos. And everyone was like, no. And Vic actually ended up getting tattooed on her foot. Do it anyway. Mm. Because she said to me, I mean, Vic is amazing. Um, she does so much stuff for women, body image. She's incredible. Um, but she was like, Hannah, there's just been so many times where I've been really, really scared. But I have to say to myself, feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it anyway. It's okay to be scared. So I was like, oh my God, I love this. So she got it <laughs> tattooed for life. <laughs> I was like, there we go. Integrated. I love it. On your body. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think having like little words that really mean a lot to you like having like yeah. a word of like the year like my word this year is expansion I love that mine's mm. um student is it yeah because there is so much power in being humble and like mm. always being open to learning more oh, I love that. like you are never not a student especially love- as a business owner because mm. every day is a, like I've I learned things yesterday that I was mm. like oh my god I never learned this before so yeah. every day is a school day so Definitely. But a fun school day. For <laughs> <laughs> so much of my life, I've like played small. I've tried to like kind of fit into the background, but I've kind of realized that I am different and I want to play on mm. my uniqueness and like the gifts that I can offer. 
Yeah, 100%. I think you just got to go for it. And, you know, like I said, you're already inspiring people just by doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, more the merrier. Let's just keep uh, it going. I know. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for you. Yay. It's oh. just, it's gone 11 11 just where I am right now as well. Oh. I know it's Mexican time, but. <laughs> I always like, oh, yeah. like see 11 11 on my phone though and like in my house we have like 11 mm. 11 on the like when we get on the stairs so I see it all the time now oh, that's beautiful it's like yeah I think just it's funny just to go onto this topic really quickly um because I've had all sorts of conversations about angel numbers and I imagine like your listeners as well are also intrigued you know for me I think with things like this whether it's angel numbers whether it's anything even like within new age spirituality if it serves you in some way hold on to it so for me it's like it's 11 11 people could say like okay what does that mean but to me it's like if that gives me a boost if that makes a moment really anchored and special let's just do it like yeah. I think it's great so I'm always yeah. that person that's like oh my god it's 11 11 yeah. it's 22 in the afternoon it's like okay <laughs> literally hey, me. yeah I'm like okay thank you mm. um yeah oh yeah thank you so much for coming on Thank you for having me. This, I feel like I could honestly talk to you for so much longer and I feel like there's so much more that we could touch on. But Definitely, yeah. You'll have, have to come to, on again. Come on again. <laughs> yes, I would love to. I would love to. You'll just message me anytime and you're always welcome here. Definitely. Amazing. Amazing. I'm going to have to catch up on all your other episodes as well. Oh yeah, I have so many. <laughs> Yay. I have like Well, thank you, know. you so much. Yeah, thank you. So no much. way. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Like okay, that's a like lot of listening. Years old. Yeah. Wow. It's like my baby. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Also, like they're really easy to listen to because they're like six, seven minutes, some most of them. So like yeah. you're on the beach, just listen to them and like let me know. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm gonna be on the beach totally doing that. That's like my favorite Sunday activity <laughs> is like podcast beach day. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put all of your socials in the description because I know that there'll be so much of your energy because like when I'm listening mm. to a podcast I can feel the energy through even just listening yeah so I know that people are gonna yeah. feel that too so yeah I'll definitely leave Please. all of your um oh, thank you just let me know if you need anything like like specific so I think I mentioned like the divine feminine founders in there mm. as well so if you need like the link to anything yeah, just let me know. That. I'll put that down yeah. below as well definitely Perfect yeah Amazing. well thanks for having me angel that was just so easy like it's such a natural <laughs> oh, I, I just knew I had a feeling our conversation would just be like really beautiful yeah. and just flow really naturally yeah. oh yeah I, I love doing that too because I just think whatever's meant to come up is just meant to come up exactly. but yeah but if you ever need anyone like you know me me on again I'm here <laughs> I'd love I to love have it. you on again we'll yeah. definitely keep in contact and have a lovely um day are you busy today then yeah I'm, I'm just about to jump on a, a sharing circle now with some ladies and oh. um, so all about the sisterhood vibes and um, so I just have to quickly write um, a visualization on how to embody your inner queen archetype Ooh. as you do yeah it's really powerful work like if you work with the divine feminine archetypes transforms everything so today we're embodying the queen so you have like the queen and the queen does have her shadow side and the archetypes are just like aspects of your consciousness. Um, so Carl Jung like developed the archetypes originally, but he never did a lot of research on women. 
so since then like people have created the divine feminine ones it's like women do exist just note to (laughs) the self hello we are here um so the queen is very much like she shows up for herself she takes care but then she also recognizes the power in having a team Mm. and to support her and the power of um delegating um taking time to make decisions not rushing into things whereas the shadow side is like I'm the only one that's right I don't need anyone I'm going to make a rush decision that impacts those people without Mm -hmm. thought so so yeah we're going to be discussing the queen and then meeting our inner queen because Mm -hmm. if I can send you the visualization if you want if I have the recording because like um your inner queen might not be like the woman that sits on the throne in in white with a crown like for me my inner queen is like this celtic warrioress which just like came through in a vision so definitely if oh, you can that's like, so look, interesting yeah. mm. i love that i've never even thought about all of this yeah it's so awesome so awesome so um so yeah we should have a little explore oh that's so interesting thank you for sharing that you're welcome angel cool well have a beautiful rest of your day and, and you. i'll be chatting to you soon yeah, definitely. Amazing. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye.